everyone. My name is Eric Bowen. Welcome to the Primal Shopper Podcast. This podcast is for marketers, entrepreneurs, and academics interested in understanding why we shop the way we do. My goal is to focus on the primal motivations driving our behaviors and how to apply these learnings to improve your marketing. Don't worry about taking notes. I'll include any links in the show notes. Also, there is plenty of bonus content on primalshopper.com. Finally, if you want a more in-depth perspective, I'm coming out with a book in early 2019, which will get into a lot more detail about the topics I talk about on this podcast. So let's get started. I welcome you to my second episode of the Primal Shopper podcast. This episode comes from a chapter in my upcoming book, Primal Shopper. The title of the chapter is called Fight, Flight, or Buy. And it looks at how your shopper DNA is affected by the holiday shopping season. Many people exhibit stress. And there was an interesting study done by eBay in 2016 in London. What they did is they wired 100 participants in London on a 60-minute shopping experience, each wearing a lightweight wearable. This wearable device tracked vitals of the shopper. For example, their heart rate, pulse, skin temperature, skin activities such as sweating, and their overall movement. The results showed that over 60% of the shoppers hit festive shopping fatigue just 32 minutes in, at which point engagement and interest levels dropped. Heart rate increased by 33% during the experiment. This is the same increase people experience when running a marathon. And an astonishing 88% of participants even experienced tachycardia, a heart rhythm disorder in which the heart beats faster than normal while at rest. To sum up the research, holiday shopping can be quite stressful, probably even a little more than you thought, which is the basis for what I want to talk about in this podcast. In this episode of Fight, Flight, or Buy, I'm going to discuss several things. The first one is holiday motivations. There's four archetypes I'm going to talk about and how they will affect your shopper DNA, either positively or negatively, depending on what your shopper DNA is. I'm going to talk about different situations you may experience and how they may add to your stress level. And what you can do as a marketer to appeal to these different scenarios and different holiday archetypes. I will also talk about a concept called gift risk. So let's jump into the holiday season. It's a week before Christmas. Do you have your holiday shopping done? Do you have only a few gifts left or have yet to begin? Don't laugh. Per the National Retail Federation, some people do get started earlier. About 4 in 10 begin holiday shopping by November 1st. However, only 11% have their shopping completely done by the end of November. About 16% wait and begin the first two weeks of December. And there's a small amount of people, about 3%, who actually put it off. I mean, these people are true procrastinators and they wait until the last two weeks prior to the holiday to begin their shopping. Whether you're done with your shopping or not, let me pose a few questions to you. Do you feel the pressure as that holiday date draws closer? Did you have a plan on how you were going to buy gifts during the holiday? Or did you just set up a time and binge shop? Did you seek out deals and look for the lowest cost for items that you buy? Or did you just spend your way through the holiday just trying to get done as soon as possible? Are you trying to find that perfect gift for those on your list or just something to wrap and call it a day? Our holiday motivations are based on these questions plus our shopper DNA. I covered the shopper DNA in episode one, but for those who are unfamiliar with it, let me just give you an abridged version right now. We all have three core DNA in us, wallet, 
time, and brand. And each of these is split into a dichotomy. With Wallet, there's Deal Seeker and Price Blind. Deal Seekers try to save as much money as possible and they exert a lot of effort to do it. With time, you're either a mission or journey shopper. Mission shoppers really hate shopping and they want to get in and out and on with their life, while journey shoppers love to shop and spend a lot of time within the retail environment. The last one is brand, and brand is split between brand citizen and free agent. For brand citizens, brand is important in their final purchase decision. While free agents have more of a com commoditized perspective of a product category, and they're willing to switch brands based on other factors like time and money. The key to Primal Shopper is all three of these are within us. They are combined together to create a unique typology. For example, if you're a deal seeker, journey shopper, and free agent, you're what we call a, a bargainista, meaning that you love to shop, you love to find the deals, and you'll jump from brand to brand to save money. If you want to learn more about your shopper DNA or the eight core typologies, I highly recommend going to primalshopper.com where you'll find plenty of information on both. I would like to take you through the four different holiday archetypes now and talk about how it does affect your Primal Shopper DNA. What you're gonna see throughout this is the two most affected DNA strands are wallet and time. So starting out, the first holiday archetype is what I call the Black Friday Champ. The Black Friday Champ is an amplification of the deal surgeon and mission DNAs. Deal surgeon, for those of you who don't know, is free agent, deal seeker, mission. What a deal surgeon wants is really to save as much money as possible and spend the least amount of time in the retail environment. The Black Friday Champ looks at holiday shopping like a game, and it's a game they don't want to lose. And actually, Black Friday itself, in many respects, is like their Super Bowl, where they're out there, it's game time, and they're going to go, and they're going to get the best deals, and they're going to win. This deal is paramount for these shoppers, and they do have a plan. Actually, they need a plan due to the fact that the ten there's tension between the desire to get a deal and the disdain of spending too much time in the shopping environment. They are willing to put the effort in to get the deal, but this effort is prior to going into the store. So what they're going to do is they're going to go out, they're going to peruse the different sources online or, or inserts that they get in the mail and find out where the best deals are. They're going to create a plan. This plan is really how to surgically go in and get the gifts they want for the least amount of money. Keep in mind also with these, these shoppers are not browsers. Their preference is to get in and out of the store as efficiently as possible and get on to the next deal. So impulse buying is not really in their forte or wheelhouse. They're more precise in what they get. If you're marketing to the Black Friday champ, you need to push double savings, saving time and saving money. Saving time is about retail efficiency, and usually it falls into two things. One, in-store pickup or, or free delivery, and the emphasis here is on free. Keep in mind, they're trying to save money. Shipping is always an option, but they don't want to pay for it. Saving money is a little more difficult because as a retailer, as a marketer, you need to prove you have the best deal, and this shopper is a skeptic. The reason they're skeptical is they believe their effort in finding the deal actually equates to savings, and it doesn't come easy. So if a marketer says they, or a retailer says they have the best deals, they're skeptical because why would you say anything else? Seriously, what retailer is going to go out there and say, hey, you know, our prices are okay, but you might want to look around. Of course, everybody's saying they have the best deals. They have doorbuster deals. They have Black Friday deals. The reality is, it's very difficult to say you have the best deal relative to all the competition. 
So to prove to this shopper you have the best deal, it has to go beyond the Black Friday white noise. You need to talk price. You need to talk specificity with them. So when they see it, they will know that they are getting the best deal with you. So that's the Black Friday champ. Moving on to the next one, it's a holiday celebrator. These shoppers are an amplification of Deal Seeker and Journey, very much like the Bargainista I explained in the, earlier in this podcast. They revel in the holiday shopping season. They like shopping, and they will spend the time to find a gift. This shopper has no problem going to a mall or, or no problem browsing store after store. This shopper gets in a holiday groove. They love to explore. They love to find things. And this is the problem they have with the holiday shopping season. It ends at some point, and time may not be on their side. The second problem with them, which is also related to time, is normally they don't have a plan. They just go out and search and look, and hopefully they'll find something as they go from store to store. And as that deadline draws near, their anxiety, their stress level will go up. Marketing to the holiday celebrator is really three things. It's the deal, it's the variety of gifts that you offer, and it's a cheerful holiday environment. A secondary tactic would be to promote churn. What I mean by churn is that you're bringing in new deals every week, so it offers an opportunity for this person who loves to explore to come back on a regular basis throughout the holiday season. While the first two holiday archetypes were about deal-seeking, the next one, the perfect gifter, really is on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're price-blind. Some shoppers have no limits. They pride themselves in finding the perfect gift for the people on their list. This is where the perfect gifter lives. They want to find that gift that they get praise from the giftee that, wow, where'd you find this? Wow, this is the best gift ever. Given this, you'll find a perfect gifter usually has two things from a DNA perspective. They are price blind and they have a journey DNA. They normally don't have a specific gift in mind. Rather, they prefer the hunt to find the gift that feels right for the person they're giving it to. They revel in a person's surprise when they open the gift, and their ego is bolstered by compliments on finding something so unique, so perfect. Their stress isn't about money. Money they will spend, even if it's on credit, is this time that is their arch enemy. If the perfect gifter has a lot of presents to buy, they don't have a plan. So what is going on here is they are going from store to store, searching for that perfect gift. They'll find one. They'll feel good. They'll find another one. They'll feel even better. But inevitably, what's going to happen is they're going to run out of time. And because they don't have a plan, their stress is going to increase, especially as that date draws nearer. In the end, they may have to concede and purchase a less than perfect gift and forego the compliments for this year. If you're marketing to the perfect gifter, you need to market to their ego. You need to make them the holiday hero, the person that is very thoughtful, the person that got the perfect gift. This plays to the gift recipient. You hear marketers use, um, you hear marketers use phrases like, do you have a hard-to-buy person on your list? Well, that's talking to the perfect gifter. If you use this language, your gift recommendations need to be unique. Unique enough that the perfect gifter envisions accolades giving this gift to the person they're trying to buy for. The final archetype is the Blitzen shopper. Speed kills, and these shoppers are all about getting their list done. They don't like holiday shopping and want it over as soon as possible. The Blitzen shopper's preference is price-blind and mission DNA. This archetype will find the path of least resistance to complete their shopping. You usually can identify a Blitzen shopper because they want gift ideas from you as soon as possible, and they want you to be specific because what they want to do is get in, get out, and get their holiday shopping done. 
Buying online is a godsend to these shoppers, and they will maximize online sites to minimize their time spent in store. Most likely, these shoppers are planners, not procrastinators. Therefore, they have very little anxiety in holiday shopping completion. Their only anxiety would be from people who cannot give them a holiday gift list quick enough to complete their shopping. If you want to market to the Blitzen shopper, you need to start early. These are the people in that National Re Retail Federation study I spoke about earlier in this podcast that are done earlier. They pride themselves in being the first one done. If you're going to target them, you're targeting them in October, you're targeting them in November. The target places a high value on speed and they are price blind. So you want them. These are not your deal seekers. These are the people who are going to go out and pay whatever it takes just to be done. Online shopping is often the way to go for these people and therefore promoting your online presence is ideal. The elephant on the keyboard for the Blitzen shopper is Amazon. Most likely a lot of the Blitzen shoppers are Amazon Prime members. Therefore, their first stop is going to be Amazon. Find as many gifts as possible and just have them shipped. If you're not Amazon, wrestling these people away from Amazon is not an easy task. Because what they do is go to Amazon first. It's habitual. Getting them to break this habit is no easy task. It would take some shock and awe effort to get them to rethink using Amazon, especially when time is of the essence during the holiday season. Worth noting is these archetypes aren't mutually exclusive. A shopper may be a Black Friday champ for the majority of their gifts, but shift to a different archetype like a perfect gifter when they're shopping for somebody special on their list. The one DNA strand I haven't talked about yet with these holiday archetypes is brand DNA. The reason being is many people request specific brands when they are asked to provide a list. However, with a specific brand request comes gift risk. Gift risk is when the brand requested runs against the shopper DNA of the person shopping for the gift. More often than not, this involves a person requesting a high-priced brand and, and the holiday shopper is a deal seeker. Let me give an example of this. It deals with my daughter, Nicole. She's a teenager and we recently redid her room and we put in a loft and underneath the loft, she created this little chill space where she could hang out. And One of the items she asked for this holiday season to finish off this chill space is something called a love sack. I guess some of her, she watches a lot of YouTubers and some of them you have these love sacks that they had and I really didn't know what it meant. So I asked her to describe it to me. And she said, well, it's this big foam sack that you chill on. You can just lay on and stuff like that. To me, it sounded like an overstuffed bean bag. So I'm thinking, you know, what is it going to cost? 60 to $80? Well, I was wrong. If you go out to lovesack.com, L-O-V-E-S-A-C.com, you're going to find out it's a lot more than that. The cheapest one starts at $200, and that's for a single person. It goes up to as high as $900 for a four-person sack. So given this gift request, how would these different archetypes handle this? Each of our holiday archetypes would act a little different to this brand scenario. The perfect gifter and Blitzen shopper would probably just go get the love sack and pay the $200. By now, you know the Blitzen shopper is just going to pay the $200 just to get done. The perfect gifter wants to be the holiday hero in Nicole's eyes by giving her the gift, the brand that she requested. So those are pretty easy because both of those targets are price blind. It's pretty straightforward. They pay the money and for different reasons, they're done. It's more interesting when you talk about the deal seeker, whether it's the Black Friday champ or holiday celebrator, they're going to struggle with this. When a deal seeker spends $200, their first inclination is to get a deal, to get the price down to save money. Their first step would be to go online and look for retail coupons. And some sites pop up like Retail Me Not, Coupon Chief, 
don'tpaypal.com. However, the coupons are for the sectionals. Yes, I said sectionals, S-A-C-T-I-O-N-A-L-S, which I can best describe as a sectional couch made out of these love sacks. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? Uh, Not so much. Anyway, these coupons are for the sectionals, not for the product that Nicole was requesting. They could look at other brands. And this is not difficult, too. It seems like online um, love sacks are so popular, many other brands are trying to hijack the love sack traffic. There are different competitors like Comfy Sack, Foam Bag, and the Ultimate Sack that are trying to redirect people from buying a love sack to their product. For what it's worth, I am not making up these names of these companies. If you want to check them out, just Google Love Sack, L-O-V-E-S-A-C, and you'll find that out. Anyway, the problem is many of these products are about the same amount of money. For example, Comfy Sack offers a similar product for $200. And it makes you wonder if this initially caused a lot of problem for Love Sack. Because if you go to the Love Sack site, they show their entry-level product as $200, but it's down from $350 originally. So I don't know if this was in response to Comfy Sack trying to undermine their price, or it was just something they did on their own. The other two competitors, Ultimate Sack and Foam Bag, offer similar products for about $40 cheaper. Another option could be to go to Wayfair and just get a regular bean bag, you know, go old school. Their bean bags are of equivalent size and, use, and run roughly from $70 to $120. So what is a Black Friday champ or holiday celebrator going to do here? Their decision is going to come down to two things, paying full price or picking a brand that Nicole didn't request. If they pay full price, I've got to believe the internal tension would be brutal on the deal seeker because they just don't do that throughout the year or during the holiday time period. However, if they buy the less expensive brand, you got to wonder if it would be just as brutal as they watch that person open up the gift and realize that you did not buy them the brand that they requested. This gets to a fundamental difference between how you shop during the holiday season and how you shop the remainder of the year. Throughout the year, you typically buy for yourself or your immediate family, or you're buying for the me. In the holiday season, you buy for the we. You buy for others. You buy for people you don't typically buy for. And this is causes the, a, a bit of a tension because how you buy for yourself may or may not be in line with how you will buy for somebody else. Some people will be a deal seeker regardless of whether they're buying for the me or the we. Other people may be a deal seeker for themselves, but they'll be more price blind when they buy for others. And a lot of this has to do with the brand scenario I gave you about my daughter. So thinking about your most recent holiday shopping experience, where do you fall into these archetypes? Where is your shopper DNA? Are you mission? Are you that Blitzen shopper who is willing to pay, willing to go priceline just to get done? Are you the holiday celebrator? who wants to deal and enjoys the holiday season and specifically the holiday shopping season? Are you the Black Friday champ? And really it's a badge of honor to get the best deals on the gifts that you have to buy. Or are you the perfect gifter who will spend hours upon hours trying to find that gift, that perfect gift for the person in your life? No matter what holiday archetype you are, I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season and hopefully the shopping is not stressing you out too much. Well, that wraps up this episode. First off, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, I encourage you to subscribe to future episodes on primalshopper.com. 
That's it for now. Happy holiday shopping, everyone. And until next time, this is Eric Bowe on the Primal Shopper Podcast.